ACDC Highway to Hell on 100.3. The X Rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. 747. Maybe you know Will Forte from his time on Saturday Night Live. Maybe you watch 30 Rock. Maybe you watch American Dad. Maybe you're a fan of MacGruber. A wonderful television show that was featured on Saturday Night Live as well as a movie. Or maybe you're going to watch Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2, which opens up in theaters this weekend. Either way, you know who Will Forte is, and now he's on our show. Will, first of all, thanks for being on the show, man. Oh, thank you for letting me uh, come on and talk about the movie. Hell, least we can do, man. <laughs> uh, we'll you... talk about whatever. <laughs> we can talk about whatever. No, I want to talk about the movie because I, I have two small children, so I have a legitimate excuse. But the movie lover inside of me actually wants to see Cloudy with a Me Chance of Meatballs 2 because the first one was was awesome. And so now I'm looking forward to the second one. And you had a part in the first movie, but now you're playing a different character in the second one, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. Uh, I had a, a small part as Joe Town in the first one. Now I'm playing Chester V, which is uh, Bill Hader's character, uh, uh, Flint Lockwood, is an inventor, and he created the machine that turned water into food. I am an older inventor that he has always looked up to and finally gets to meet, and we, uh, we start working together. What's the process like for for laying down uh, your vocal talents on a movie like this? It's probably not one of those things where you're all together as a cast. You maybe do these individually. Yeah, it's usually uh, uh, because of everyone's schedules are so tricky, and and people are all over the the country. A lot of people are in in uh, out on the East Coast, uh, like Bill Bill and Andy Samberg. Uh, so so you just have to do it individually, and you do your lines separately and then they put them all together but it's really fun i mean it's you know once you hardest part is figuring out what voice to do and once you once you kind of settle on a voice then it's it's really fun it's just like recording these different different crazy lines and in the animation process takes so long that they could they're always able to change stuff and just keep making it better and better and better it's a really fun experience and I would imagine that that also, you know, it, it really takes a lot more of your acting skills because you're you're taking away some of your other senses and you really get to go into the part. Oh yeah, no, it's it's the first couple times that you do voiceover, you think that you're conveying all this emotion, but then you'll listen to it and you realize, oh my god, that doesn't sound it it, it doesn't sound emotional at all, and it's because you you realize how much of your emotions are expressed through your your face and, and your 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 facial expressions. So so you realize you just have to really go over the top with that stuff to, to convey it vocally. And, you know, you're no stranger to doing voiceovers for both television and film, you know, Cleveland Show, and you have a bunch of other stuff out there, American Dad, that you've done. And, you know, it, does it change from doing something for television and for the movies? Does it limit the improv skills? Are you allowed to kind of stray from the script a little bit more in that kind of medium? Uh, in, in uh, well, I feel like they're, it's both, they're both situations. I, I feel like I have not seen, done a lot of improv in animated things. It seems like, the improv is more in live action stuff, but but I, I know there have been experiences uh, where people improvise and animated stuff. But but usually it's like they have everything so so worked out, and and all the jokes are so sharp, and that's the way it was with this movie. It's just so well written already that. If you improvise it all, you're just going to screw it up. <laughs> right. They'll probably get pissed, right? Because they've got this all drawn out, and then you're doing something else. 
Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, it's a busy year. You got a bunch of stuff coming out. I-, I just saw the trailer for Nebraska, which looks awesome too, and that's a little bit more of a serious turn for you. Did you enjoy kind of getting into the the drama aspect of things and kind of having that kind of a role? It was. I I still can't believe I got to be in that movie. It was such a, an unexpected, exciting experience. It it, it was uh, it was definitely intimidating because I you know obviously I'm I'm just used to doing comedy stuff. So so uh, uh, it was it was intimidating at first. But Alexander Payne is it, you don't get better than that guy. And and, uh, uh, and Bruce Dern was was really wonderful. He's plays my dad in the movie, so it became very, very, very quickly. I, I got out of my head and and uh, loosened up and and just had fun. It was a great experience. Yeah, Bruce Dern. He seems he's such a great actor, but he seems like he could be an intim- intimidating character. The, well, that's yeah. I mean, because I I have always been a, a big fan of Bruce Dern, and but but I had no idea what he would be like as a person, and I just thought, oh, I just. I hope he likes me, and and uh, you know, I just didn't know. And he's such a sweet and gentle person, and and God does he have great stories. <laughs> and he will tell you everyone. <laughs> he's a big talker, but it's so fun. I have no complaints because every story he tells is so interesting and fun, and all the stories are about like Alfred Hitchcock and and. Marilyn Monroe and Jack Nicholson. It's so fun to hear his stories. You know, dorky Idaho question, but Montana, not too far away, which is where the movie takes place. Did you actually film in the middle of nowhere in Montana, or were you guys like in Canada on location somewhere else? No, we were uh, at every place that, that uh, we said we were, we were. It was We were in Billings uh, for about a week and a half, and then South Dakota for uh, three or four days. Wyoming for one day, I think, and then Nebraska for about uh, six or seven weeks. I grew up just outside of Billings, so I know how awful that was for you. Don't say that. I actually really enjoyed Billings. I, you know, it's, I've always heard uh, Big Sky Country. Thought, well, what? Every place is Big Sky Country. Every place has <laughs> sky. But it made a lot of sense once I got there. Just I, I, I don't know what it was. It just I. I now get it. You know, you've done a lot of things, man, uh, from guesting on television shows to being the star of your very own movies. What's the dream gig for Will Forte? Is it continuing to kind of do what you're doing, or it, like, do you see like a the Will Forte show on NBC this fall kind of a deal coming? I, I tell you, it, I wrote before I became an actor. My dream job was to be at SNL, uh, and then I got to do that. And then, you know, every step of the way, all these things have been dream jobs. So the trick is just, like, being happy with with the opportunities as they come and not worrying about the future. Because, like, it's such a weird business. You just never know what else you're going to do. So so I just, like, I, I couldn't, I could, I still can't believe I got to be in that movie, Nebraska. And if it all ended for me after this, like, what a, what a awesome group of experiences I've gotten to to have. Any desire to direct? I would love to. I would love to at some point, but it's, it's, I, you know, I've gotten a chance to work with all these awesome directors that I've, that is so easy to trust. You know, it, it would make more sense if I, you know, if I didn't think that somebody could do a story right, you know, or something, but you know, 
but I, that's you know I've gotten to work with my friend Yorma Tony is he was the guy who directed MacGruber and he's I trust him with everything and then Alexander Payne obviously is one of the best directors out there so uh, you know and and I got I just got to work with Peter Bogdanovich <laughs> which is crazy he's so wonderful and so I yeah you know but at some point I would I would love to give it a, a try. Well, speaking of sequels, I'm not giving up on MacGruber 2, okay? So please. I'm not either. Good. None of us are giving up on it. Good. That's what I like Glad to hear you say that. We uh, we have a, a special uh, affection for Val Kilmer. He is wonderful. You know, he lived at my house for like two months. Was that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> it was delightful. But it was so, it was, you know, I, I remember watching The Doors, God, when we were, like 1990 or whenever it came out. And that... 20-year-old version of me would have never guessed that <laughs> that I would be sitting at a breakfast table with Val Kilmer singing, like this Doors song came on while we were both doing our own things at the, the breakfast table, and, and we just both started singing, I think it was L.A. Woman, <laughs> and it was it was so, so awesome. He's, he is the best. That that is that is a great image and incredibly surreal. Thank you for that. Oh man, Cloudy yeah. with a chance of meatballs too is in theaters this weekend. Will, we're huge fans. Thank you so much for making time for us, man. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Great to talk to you. Thanks for for uh, letting me come on. No problem. Take care. <laughs>